I'm Carrie, and welcome to the More for Moms podcast, where peace in your home, purpose in your life, and productivity on what matters most to you can become possible. Here on the More for Moms podcast, I share tips, resources, and encouragement to help you become less overwhelmed and create a life you love. I've been the mom who felt like she was drowning daily, but I found a way to resurface and thrive. Now I'm passionate about helping and empowering fellow mamas to do the same. Welcome. I'm so glad you've chosen to listen in. Okay, and welcome to the More for Moms podcast. Today we have our first guest on the podcast. Her name is Melissa Salmarone, and she is going to be speaking to us today about a lot of topics that I believe can help fellow moms who listen in. So without further ado, Melissa, can you tell me a little bit about yourself and your family? Yeah, yeah. Well, first of all, Carrie, I am honored to be your first guest. It's so exciting. So I appreciate you having me. And um, yeah, I'm excited to talk to, to you and your moms out there today. And I guess just a way of me introducing myself, I am a coach for moms. I help busy, overworked moms, overwhelmed moms find more peace, joy, and fulfillment through my care method. And I am also a mom of three, and I have 11-year-old, a seven-year-old, and a two-year-old. So a wide range there. Life is definitely fun at my house. Um, And I've been married for 14 years um, to my husband, but we've, I feel like I've been with him forever. We've been together for 21 years. And so um, that is just, it's just wild to me to to look back at this journey um, into motherhood and, and all that has come along the way. Definitely. And it sounds like you have quite a bit of personal experience that you use in coaching. So I want to know a little bit about your journey in terms of entrepreneurship. So how did you get started in becoming an entrepreneur and what led you down this path? Yeah, well, it really started, as you said, with my own journey. And that that started before I was even a mother. I think I really started looking into personal development. Um, I have been in banking for, oh my goodness, too many years to count now, (laughs) since 2002, 19 years. It's crazy. Um, And I really started noticing in this corporate setting, you know, I really started paying attention to like, you know, what it took to get ahead. I was trying to figure out what it took to get ahead and really stay in integrity with who I was because I felt like those two things were at odds. And so I began reading personal development books around that time. And then as I considered getting married and having kids down the line, I started recognizing that there were maybe some tools that I needed that I didn't get in my own upbringing and that I would benefit from kind of exploring. And so um, I took that route and then fast forward into, you know, five years later, five years later, two kids later, um, I had sort of 
you know, gone all in on motherhood, like so many of us do, right? Mm-hmm. It was like, yeah. especially with the first kid, you know, you just, it seems to be all about them. And you don't even realize that you basically can lose yourself through that process. Yeah. And one day I just remember waking up and my daughter was about to at the time and thinking like, who am I? And like, where did I go? Um, because I just feel like I've become disconnected somewhere along that way. And realizing that I probably needed some additional help to figure out what was going on with me because not only did I not know where I was, I was feeling like unfulfilled Mm. and it was very confusing for me as well as, you know, it made me feel guilty because I had everything on paper that I had set out to accomplish. I had the great job. I had the great husband. I had the great kids, you know, everything that I could have ever wanted. So, you know, why was I not feeling fulfilled? Mm. And that led me to seek counseling and begin to identify some areas of my life that needed to be addressed, some tools that I needed that I still didn't have, and really just start this work on myself, um, this deeper work on myself that I hadn't done. Yeah. And so I traveled along that path for a couple of years, and then I ended up getting pregnant again with the third child, and um, I had learned so much. I had grown so much as a person, but really, I was still not able to slow down. Mm. I just really, I would have pockets of self-care, but they weren't consistent. They weren't like a daily practice. It was just here and there. And honestly, I was like, I was using so many other things to really just like escape reality. Um, I didn't recognize it at the time, but things like food and shopping and And so um, what happened was I sort of hit a breaking point after having my third child and going back to work and realizing that I had to slow down. Mm. I just hit basically a brick wall. And and what that looked like for me was like an intense um, onset of anxiety, which Mm. was something that I had struggled with sort of intermittently throughout my entire adult life. And I finally just got to the point where I was ready to, ready to like figure out how to rework my brain. You know, like I I just had this feeling that I was going to, that there had to be a way other than just medication, which I had taken before, Mm -hmm. but I just felt like there was a, a different way to approach my anxiety. And so I ended up finding a coach and going through a transformational program, which was a 14-week program. And I came out of that, not only letting go of my anxiety, but also realizing that I wanted to pursue my passion, which had always been there. I'd always wanted to help people. But then I realized that, um, you know, it didn't have to be a dream that I put off for forever. I could start you know, that day, wherever I was. Mm -hmm. And that really was, that was the journey. 
That is awesome and so inspiring. And I feel like so many moms can relate to what you've just said and have the experience, the aha moment or the you know depths of despair just fall flat on your face moment and multiple times throughout their motherhood where the realization hits that it self-care and investing in yourself helps you in all areas of life. And I, and I see, I see along your journey, how you are able to really clear the lenses in your, in your own struggles to be able to then say, you know, I have a passion to use what I've experienced and the tools that I now have to help other women. And and I love that. So in working with other moms, what do you hear them say the most that they need help with? Yeah, many times it's relationships, it's challenges um, with not only personal relationships, but maybe working relationships. It's challenges with just feeling like they're juggling it all. And, you know, they are the, um, the doer of all the things, but really mastering mm-hmm. none. Yeah. Right. And they just feel like they're not good enough moms, yeah. not good enough at their jobs. They're not, you know, they're, they're not able to be present mm. with their kids, which is something I can relate to so, so much, or maybe they're yelling at their kids. Mm. You know, they just feel like completely like they've lost a sense of control around their lives. Generally that out of control feeling definitely. And in learning more about you, I hear that you are well-versed in helping moms when it comes to boundaries. So can you tell us a little bit about your approach with that? Yes, I think that boundaries are something that so many of us, including myself, you know, we really weren't given those tools. And so we really don't understand, have a great understanding of what boundaries are. Uh, Sometimes we may think that boundaries are selfish. Mm. And so we don't even really explore them. Sometimes we a lot of it comes out in people pleasing. I think women especially are just prone to, uh, with our culture being set up as people pleasers. And we think that that's, that's helpful. And it's also, you know, as mothers we're very nurturing, right? And so we think we need to give, 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 and not realizing that we are draining ourselves and we're really not truly able to give unless we've got our own needs met. Right. Right. And when it comes to boundaries, and honestly, when it comes to a lot of things in life, you'll you'll get good at it. Like you'll get the tools, you'll get things set in place, and you're humming along, and then life happens. And when you have moms who have established boundaries, and then slowly lose what has been established, because it happens, life happens. It's not all about an end point. We're never going to reach the pinnacle of being perfect on boundaries by any means. So Mm -hmm. when they lose what they've established, what steps do you recommend that moms take to get back on track? Yeah, I think that, you know, boundaries are fluid too. So, you know, I'd say first and foremost, is that really a boundary that you still want to have in place? 
right? It's, it's, it's always a good idea to reassess, um, you know, our values, right? which I think are a fundamental piece of like, you know, setting a boundary. So, mm-hmm. you know, have your values changed? Are they the same? Or is the boundary still a good boundary? Or does it maybe need some tweaking? Mm-hmm. And, you know, let's just say all of that is in place, you know, really, we have to teach people, we do teach people how to treat us by what we allow and what we do not allow, right? And sometimes, and this has been a struggle for me, I know, Mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, we let, we set a limit, but then we don't hold it. Mm. And so, you know, that limit gets crossed and that limit gets crossed and it can feel very hard to hold firm and follow through with what, the consequences of someone pushing that limit are. And that could be, you know, that could be with your kids. And I mean, it can take a lot of patience, not just with kids though. I mean, with spouses, um, <laughs> that's been the case for me. We had so many arguments around um, clutter um, in my house and me saying, you know, me really in the beginning, um, I'll just share this personal story because I think, you know, a lot of us could probably relate, but sometimes in the beginning when we're learning to set boundaries, we can be like, okay, this is the way it is. And I'll never forget, like, you know, walking in the house one day telling my husband from now on, this is the way it's going to be. And, you know, that was my first attempt at setting a boundary versus, you know, having a conversation around what I needed, why I needed it, all of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm kind of maybe going around in circles a little bit, but all that to say that, you know, following through on the consequences. So if you set a consequence of, um, you know, if you don't clean out the garage by this date, then the Salvation Army is going to be here mm-hmm. <laughs> on the following yeah. date. You got to be ready to follow through on it mm-hmm. or else your boundaries are never going to stick. That makes sense. And you touched on this a little bit with regard to boundaries and with regards to just being a mom and that's mom guilt. Can you talk a little a bit about the guilt that moms can experience when they implement boundaries or not? I'd love to hear from you and how you can coach moms through the issue of mom guilt. Yeah. So it's just such, it's so pervasive, so prevalent for so many of us and and not just this area, but, but all areas. But I think Mm -hmm. it does come back to, you know, really determining what you need for yourself and being okay with the fact that you need that for yourself. That would be step one. And that really does ultimately go back to, you know, your values too. So, um, just to give an example, um, my well-being is one of my top values. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that looks like many different things to me, but in terms of like boundaries, you know, it may be as something as simple as, you know, this is um, with the kids, like this is mommy's reading time, right? Mm-hmm. And while I'm reading, then, you know, you're welcome to, if the door's closed, you know, come back when the door's open mm-hmm. or, you know, just setting that guideline and knowing that 
you're doing that particular one, like in terms of well-being, I know that I'm doing that because it's going to benefit me, but it yeah. it's also a ripple effect. It's going to benefit them because once I have that time to just focus on me, whether it's five minutes, however long it is, then I'm able to go back and give them my full attention because yeah, I think so many of us are, you know, like we want to be with our kids. We want to spend time with them. We love them. Of course, like Mm -hmm. there are whole worlds, but yet we find it so hard to be fully present with them because we're just not giving ourselves what we need. Right. Oh, I can, I can totally see that in, in, in the lives of so many moms out there and the realization that boundaries can help with that, but also boundaries, I believe, and I think we both agree that boundaries are a form of self-care. And we just talked about that, you know, not pouring into yourself and and just being completely depleted and not being able to be the mom that you want to be. So how do you define self-care and what tips do you have for moms wanting to take care of themselves in a better way? Yeah. So I would say one definition of self-care that I really like is like doing something for your future self. Mm. So Good one. who is it that you want to be? Like what type of mother person worker, like who is it that you want to be? Like really figuring that out and then doing the things for yourself that you need to support you and, and, and being that person. So, um, and just another example about, you know, my highest value being well-being, right? So if I'm going to be in the best health I can be, and I want that not only for myself, but because I realize I'm the complete support system of my entire family. Um, so that means things like really eating well, um, eating healthy foods, drinking water, getting enough sleep, exercising, um, spending time in nature, meditating. That's what that means for me, right? And and really, you know, along the way, those things um, can change. Those things can evolve. You can kind of get curious and figure out what you might need to experiment with. But um, that's what I think a good definition of self-care is, is just figuring out what you need to support you being the best version of yourself. I love that perspective and that forethought about not just the present moment, being present in the present moment, but thinking about the future, like who you want to be, and then aligning your actions to reflect that. So I I love that perspective on self-care and Speaking of self-care, what do you say to the moms who keep putting self-care on the back burner because they feel like they don't have time for themselves, whether that's to implement a self-care routine, whether that's to pursue a passion project or a number of different things? What would you tell those moms? Yeah. So, you know, if not now, like when, when is it ever going to be the right time Mm. is one thing to consider right? Because so many of us, I I hear so many moms kind of waiting to have a life until maybe their kids are grown up. And that that makes me really sad. That makes me sad 
not only for them, but also for their kids, especially if it's related to something like, like you mentioned, Carrie, like a passion project or like, mm-hmm. you know, entrepreneurship or, you know, things like that, like mm-hmm. big dreams that we might have. Um, so I think that's just a good question. Like so many of us are on this hamster wheel of life and time's just flying by and we're putting off the things that we feel in our heart and our soul, right. That we need to do because we think that's what we should be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I use that word should in quotation marks. Right. I think it's like such a trap um, that we can fall into. But I, um, I would say, and this is what I recommend to my clients is start small. I mean, even if it was a, a minute a day, honestly, mm-hmm. start small with something for yourself. And I think personally, the morning is the easiest time for me. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of us just because, you know, all of us could wake up five minutes earlier before everyone else in the house is awake and give that time to ourselves for the most part, unless you have like a newborn or something. Um, And so, and then you're not too tired at the end of the day. Um, And just, yeah, start small, whether it's just setting that intention of, you know, the kind of person you want to show up as for the day Mm -hmm. uh, or in life, as we talked about earlier, or if it's a couple of minutes of breathing, stretching, journaling, meditation, there's so many different things that you can do and really just, you know, finding something that really is going to set you up to have the best day possible to show up in the best possible way. Um, I love that. Yeah, it's incredible. It's incredible what just setting a simple intention can do. Mm. I've personally experienced that and and I know other moms that have as well, just setting that intention and asking that question, you know, if not now, when, and then realizing that those little small baby steps taken consistently over time result in big change transformation that you didn't really feel like you had to move mountains to achieve because it's just chipping away. Chipping, chipping away at becoming a better version of ourselves. And I love the way you've put this. So when it comes to chaos and overwhelm, which are words that I hear often, and, and I would assume that you do as well from moms around me. And I want to know what advice you would give to moms to begin the journey towards more peace and calm in their lives. Well, part of my care method is really, it starts with conscious connection. So part of it is taking that, that minute or that five minutes starting small, like what you said, Carrie, about just the, the effect that that can have where it can spur other changes. And it almost feels, it can almost feel magical. And I know that sounds like, oh my gosh, what are you talking about? Magical. But really, it doesn't take that much to transform your life. It just takes these little steps. And so that is exactly where we start with my care method is just, um, you know, finding something that will light you up, spending a couple of minutes a day um, just in that space is going to, first of all, I just share this example, like meditation 
it's been proven that, you know, someone who meditates for just a couple of minutes a day, it can slow down your reactionary time. Like I used to be very short fused with my husband and I'll be honest, sometimes I still have a little bit of a short fuse with him, but (laughs) (laughs) yes, yes. But I like to be real, like, but, um, but so meditation has been proven to like, just shorten that reaction time by like one or two seconds. And the difference that one or two seconds can make between a comment that you're going to regret can save a lot of heartache and a lot of arguments. And I mean, in my personal experience, um, has just been just such a game changer for my relationship with my husband. Oh, that's awesome. Just giving you, I like to call it the power of the pause, you know, anything that yes. will give you that, that moment, because so often it is that just, you don't, you aren't fully there. And then you say something, you're like, wait a minute, I, was that even me? Like, did I just blow up? Yes. Pretty sure I did, but I don't think I was in control. So I love that. It just, it, just a couple minutes, the impact that the, those, those small moments can have in transforming how you feel about yourself, but also the relationships with people around you. So I, I love that in terms of techniques, again, starting small, that can help moms have more peace and calm in their lives and less chaos and overwhelm. So I want to end with asking if there's any other tips or advice or encouragement that you want to give moms who are listening to this episode. I know they may have, you may have piqued their curiosity with your care method. If you wanted to maybe highlight uh, that acronym or just any other tips or encouragement uh, that you want to share with the other moms. Yeah. So yeah, I won't, I won't take all of the time to go through the entirety of the care method, but basically it's a, it's just a step-by-step process to get you from that overwhelmed state to that peace, joy, and fulfillment that we all want in life. And Great. as I mentioned, the C is for that conscious connection. Mm-hmm. So that's really just developing those different life strategies that you can have to bring you into the moment back to yourself yeah. so that you can of course, like give to others from there. Um, And so the A is for awareness. And I'll just talk a little bit about this because this is what I see so often and was certainly the case for me is so many of us don't realize that we are trapped in patterns of thinking Mm. and emotions that we think we have no way out of. And we think these thoughts and emotions are actually us, Mm. but they're not actually us. We actually can take control. And so that A is for awareness. And so that's really where I dive into helping you identify some of these beliefs and thoughts that are not serving you. And Mm. let's start to shift those. Um, Because once you bring things into awareness, it's kind of hard to unsee what you have seen, right? Mm, Right. And that's where change can really begin to happen is when we bring things into awareness, because we don't know it's there, then, you know, how can we change it? Right. And then the R is for re-energize and, you know, much like you carry, I think, um, routines or habits, um, 
40% of the habits that we have in our life are completely unconscious. Mm. So, you know, really identifying the habits that you do want to have and, you know, letting go of the ones that don't serve you. Right. And having someone to walk you through that. And also a major focus, of course, is boundaries Mm. that falls under that category. Because um, if you're like me and you didn't really ever have really great exposure to boundaries, you know, it takes, it takes time and practice to really learn how to set and then implement and then follow through on boundaries. Mm. So we work on that. And then lastly, that, of course, it all just goes hand in hand. It's just really realizing that we have a choice in life. We we get to choose our thoughts. We get to choose our responses. We get to choose um, really the life that we want. Mm. And so many of us don't realize that. And taking responsibility for our lives and our choices when you start to shift from being a, a, a victim of your circumstances and to realizing that really you have the power to change, then it changes everything. So that's the cure method. And I think I just invite any of the moms who are listening today to think about ways they can bring some of their thoughts and behaviors into their awareness. That's great. Great advice. Mom's listening in. Please take that to heart because it's so important. And I want other moms to be able to connect with you, Melissa. So how can other moms connect with you? Where can they find you online if you don't mind sharing with us? Yeah, of course. I would love that. So the best place I love connecting with other moms is in my Facebook group. And I'll I'll send you that link, Carrie. It's from Overwhelmed to the connected mom is the name of the group. Um, I also have a website and Instagram. I'm always happy to connect with you there. It's at Melissa underscore mom coach. You want to find me on Instagram, but I'll send you all the links to all the places. Great. We will share those links in the show notes. And Melissa, thank you so much for being a guest today. I know moms will learn so much from this interview and I really appreciate you taking the time. Thank you for having me. It was a great conversation. Thanks for listening. I have an important question. Are you tired of feeling defeated and depleted at the end of every day and want to feel accomplished and fulfilled instead? Are you longing for a community of fellow moms where you can receive tips, resources, encouragement, and support on a daily basis? If so, I'd like to invite you to join the Less Overwhelmed, More Joy for Moms private Facebook group because we are stronger together, Mama. I hope you'll join us. If you found this episode valuable, please share it with friends and leave a rating and review to help grow our community of moms ready to thrive. Take care and have a wonderful day.